Hello, welcome to the Podcast of Things. My name's Ed Martin. I'm joined by my co-host, George Murphy. Hi, guys. The Podcast of Things is a weekly podcast where we take inspiration from the internet of things. We talk about things we like, things we don't like, and everything in between. Well, we're back with another one. Three weeks in a row. God, that must be some kind of record or something, surely. Uh, how are you doing, George? <laughs> yeah, I'm really good, mate. Um, I've broken up from school, um, so I'm very content at the moment, which is lovely. How are you doing? Good. Well, that's that's that. You know, content is all we can ask for at this point in time, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 great. I'm fine. It's 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 fine. Weather is weather is um, pretty rubbish at the moment, but we mm. it has been baking hot. Yeah, it has. Um, I've like, oh. literally been I've been I've been a, a shell of a human the last oh, week. Yeah. School's been hell, to be honest. Like I said to you earlier, um we've been getting up super early this week because Alice had training, but then the the science classroom I work in is on the second floor and it faces the sun. So it's just a wall of it's basically a greenhouse. Um and it got to the point where I was tallying up the percentage of kids that told me it was hot in a lesson. Um, and then, and then, and then uh, threatening detentions if they wouldn't stop moaning. Um, because genuinely, it's like I'm in here for seven hours today. You're in here for an hour, so shut up. It was a bit like it was a bit yeah. like, yeah. So no, but it's it's uh, over yeah. now. So I'm just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's all it's true. But I mean, it's the most British thing in the whole entire world is to complain whatever the weather. Like we oh, want yeah. it to be really hot. We want it to, and then when it's hot, we want it to be cold. When it's raining, we hate it. When it's raining. Anyway, that's that's what we've been going through the last week. Um, so uh, just a bit of an update from last last week when um, we talked about the golf, mm. and I said I didn't like it. Yeah. So I went obviously went to, went to the golf last week. It was great fun. It was baking hot, and it was very very impressive. So much so, I may have got a little bit addicted over the last week, just a little bit. Um, I played a couple of rounds of golf. I've been to the hey. driving range. I bought I bought some new stash. Uh, and I'm in. I'm invested. I'm really rubbish. I'm worse than I thought I was going to be. Uh, <laughs> but it's good fun, and I, I'm invested in improving, improving myself. And I think that's probably what what the the the, the key driver is, is is the investing in improving my game and to be able to actually hit the ball um, a decent amount. You're what you're doing is you're preparing for um, like 25 years time. So when we're all like getting a bit older. And you know, golf seems a bit more appealing. You're you're getting in early, so you're all trained, and you can be like, you can be the savant, and we'll all be the amateurs. Yeah, exactly. Well, my professional golfing career is not over yet. Um, no. I'm still, I can still, <laughs> still, still go there. You know, still go for that. So who knows? But yeah, so go play some golf. It's really good fun. Uh, and yeah, I've played a couple of rounds, and and it, it's very frustrating, but also very rewarding when you do hit the ball cleanly. Uh, and that's kind of that's kind of it. And I, I think also last week I did did download Abe's Odyssey as a bit of a nostalgia trip. <laughs> and I, I it was as hard as I remember. I couldn't even get past the tutorial, and then I just <laughs> I just I just uninstalled it, and I was like, yeah. right, that's it. Just I'm just I'm, I'm I'm over it. But so that's kind of a wrap up recap from last week. Without any further ado, let's just crack on with your thing of the week, George.
Okay, cool. So, um, ironically, is it, I, I don't know. I always get confused with the word ironically. But being in <laughs> such <laughs> being in such a good mood and such a cozy place right now, um, I'm actually going to choose something I don't like this week. Um, Interesting. Is that contradictory? That's not a word, is it? No. So we'll go with contradictory. That's it, contradictory. Yeah, thank you. Cool. Not an English teacher. So yeah, um, we're going with something I don't like. I think I think it's um, slightly ironic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the example I always use for irony is getting hit by an ambulance, and that's kind of where I go from it. <laughs> I think. I think. <laughs> but I tell you what's not ironic if it rains on your wedding day. No, it's not. Or as if you uh, get off the lift after you've already paid and and things like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, well, I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, and this, I'm picking something that is more frustrating and is an internal itch that can never be scratched okay. and will continue probably in perpetuity. Um, and it's the owning, maintenance, and running of an automobile. So, owning owning a car. Okay. And okay. Yes. N- this is a removed thing from being able to drive because being able to drive is a, is an objectively good and useful skill that um, I've I, I've relished in for a very long time. Um, and it's, <laughs> good, you know, good. I've, I've been fine. I've been yeah, you know, I like driving. Driving's good. You don't have to get the fucking bus. You don't have to walk anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm lazy. Love driving. Great. Yeah. Um, however, the constant nag in the back of my head that something is going to go wrong it isn't something that i enjoy um every time it makes a noise i want to uh turn the radio up as loud as possible uh and that's that i think is it i think the reason it frustrates me so much is because it encapsulates who i am as a person so neatly um i will ignore a problem for as long as possible uh, until it gets disastrously worse and then and then pay the price for it um <laughs> And but, your wheels come off or something like that. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? And it's it's a mixture of me being absolutely clueless about cars. Um, I, yeah. can, I can change my oil. I can inflate my tyres. I can do the water. Outside of that, zero, zero sum game. Um, but I think it is the is this something to worry about or is it that my car's thirteen years old? And that's the kind of thing like at the moment where it's baking hot. If I'm idling in traffic for too long. You can hear the radiator kicking in and the fan. And up until recently, I was a little bit worried about it until I um, pulled up at school the other day and everyone's car was making the same noise. And I was like, okay, that's, yeah. that's probably, it's probably just because it's 32 degrees. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so my thing is the constant paranoia that I'm going to be driving down the motorway and I'm going to lose a tyre or something, which is okay. complete, it's completely unfounded. But then again... Tens of thousand people every year die in a car, so it's, yeah. it's very relatable. Yeah. It's very relatable. Yeah. Um, I, I, I completely understand where you're coming from, and I, my issue is threefold. Firstly, I also know fuck all about cars. I, <laughs> like I can barely change the oil. I can barely put water in. I can barely even some. It takes me half an hour to open up the bonnet because I'm fiddling around <laughs> with it. I know yeah. how to do it, but I just don't know where the, the switches no. are. It's always don't in a do it often place. enough. No. Yeah, yeah. I can, <laughs> I can, if I really wanted to, I could change the tire, but that's that's like Ooh. that's 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 tough, and that would take me all day. Um, secondly, currently I'm quite lucky in the fact that the last couple of years I've had relatively new cars um, yeah. with low mileage, so. I haven't had that constant nag. However, I have got my mum's my mum's old new car because she's in Saudi, and 
it's got every time I turn the engine on, it comes up with a tire pressure situation thing. Yeah. Uh, so it says like reset required and <clears> stuff like that. I've filled the tires up, you know, to the to the appropriate PSI a number of times, and it still comes up. And therefore, every time I get in the car, I have this. Oh my god, are my tires? Am I? Are my tires gonna deflate? Am I? But it's been fine so far. I'm just gonna worry about it when I when I can't move. So that's so I, I understand the pain, and I have that every single time I turn on the engine, yep. where this really obnoxiously loud beep happens at me, and I know that there's something is wrong technically, but it's not because I, I fix what it says. Maybe I just need to restart the computer and it'll all be fine. But I, that's beyond <laughs> me. I don't know how to do that. Yeah, no. The third thing that also irritates me about cars and car maintenance is fecking insurance. Yep. Good. That's all. Yeah. Okay, so uh, point one, glad we agree. Um, point two, it's funny you should say about tyre pressure because that's my biggest lingering issue at the moment is um, I've pumped my tyres up, I, I don't know, four weeks ago, which is a relatively short amount of time. But yeah. I've in, in the past, there have been instances where my dad's been like, your tyres are flat. And to me, they don't look flat. So I never really know when Just give them a bit of a kick. In. And if, they don't, if, if, they, if your foot doesn't sink into the tyres, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and it's just this constant worry that I've got like a slow puncher or something. Um, there's also an issue where occasionally when I start my car, the oil light will flash. Despite the, the fact I know I've, I, I filled it up with oil like two weeks ago, so it's fine. And it will start like gurgling. And then I, all I've got to do is like press the accelerator a little bit while I'm stationary and it goes away. So yeah. I think that's a symptom of it being an old car and it's probably just a bit, yeah. you know, rocky. And then do thirdly, you park on a hill? No. Is there a great... Okay. So that could be that could be a reason, but it's not. I think it's just the car just needs to like get yourself going it's like a dose of coffee yeah. um yes and exactly. then good, and good then on the third one in, insurance is fucking like honestly like so i've never had touch wood i've never had a crash i've never had an insurance claim ever i'm a pretty good driver as much as you can be um yeah and for such a long time i was paying like how much was i paying like a hundred pound a month on insurance maybe a little bit more and i essentially just kicked off at him and it was, I think it was with Hastings. And I was like, I've been with you guys for like six years. I was still paying you mean like the battle? a month. Yeah, the battle of 0800 those bastards. <laughs> um, and then they've just like, but because I kicked off, it's now £40 a month. And I was like, yeah. it, it, took me, it took me one phone call and about three minutes yeah. to sort that out. But I hadn't bothered because, because, because the rate had gone down every year. I was happy with that. But like every year, £20 off a month. Twenty. I was like, that's fine. I'm not going to argue. Because it's going down. Well, in reality, I should have been like, I'm still paying fucking way too much for this. So it's just, again, it's it's one of those things that they need a lesson in school to tell you about how to do these things. Yeah. And it would have well, made also the thing about, thousands of pounds. Yeah, but also the thing about insurance is just a ball lake to change it, isn't it? Like, yep. Like, there, you know, every time every time you, your insurance runs out, uh, you're supposed to go and go compare or whatever um, and look at and see what you're, you should be paying. And usually it's like at this stage, when when we were like 20, when our first started lines to drive, that was totally worth it because it was like three, four hundred quid difference. Mm. But now like, so I, my mine renewed in like May um, and I on an auto renewal, I can't even, I think we're on with Sainsbury's and it's an auto renewal. I can't believe we're talking about insurance. It's just very dark. But it's also very, <laughs> very interesting. Um, 
but and I was like, it's just not worth five. The five quid, like, it went up by like five quid, and I was just like, I just can't be asked to ring them up and have a go at them and like say, I, I found this deal that's two pound fifty cheaper. Uh, can you do a deal for me? I just can't be asked. I'd rather just pay five pound. I know that's that's such a first world problem. I don't care. But that's how I feel about insurance. And also it's the worst, the second thing. worst thing about insurance, the second worst thing about insurance, is trying to get someone else. You can't just in the good old days, you just be able to like insure someone for a day. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that anymore. You have to insure them no. for like a month at like 500 quid and then take them off a day after and you only pay whatever it is. And also, in America, I think America, this is what the one thing that America do right is that they insure the person, not the car. Yeah, I agree. I think unless, unless, unless you're going to like start driving massive vans or like HGVs yeah. or whatever, or like yeah. you suddenly decide I'm going to drive a motorbike, ride a motorbike. I think it should be irrelevant because a car's kind of a car. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's true, actually. I never thought about that. Anyway, I think we should probably stop there because uh, <laughs> <clears throat> you're all right. We have been talking about insurance for a bit. But yeah, having it's one of those things that driving is essentially a good thing. Shit for the environment, but on a personal level, ideal. But you, the guilt and the, the, the guilt around pumping carbon dioxide into the atmosphere, I think, is balanced out by the constant threat of vehicular death so there we go Dri- driving good so are you still driving fast. your first car are you still Se- driving your second first car? car second car now okay okay cool what was your first car per- no, my peugeot 206 that wouldn't reverse oh yeah oh yeah the, the one that <laughs> kind of dog about falling apart yeah that there yeah, but that's the thing is i knew that car was gonna break apart so i didn't care but that's yeah but it's a right so, of passage to have a, a shit first car though isn't it like oh 100 and I didn't pay for like it, my, so I don't really care. Yeah, well, my, not did I. Mine was, mine was a Seat Ibiza. That had done like 100 Ooh, miles. lovely. 100,000 100, miles. And it, you know, I, I thought I was the bee's knees with that car until I drove into the back of somebody and wrote it off. Um, but <laughs> that's, a, that's a story for a different day. Yeah, cool. So car car insurance, car, the, the, the ever, ever, ever present nagging of running. I suppose it's the same for a house, but probably a hundredfold. I mean, the worst thing that's going to happen in a house is it's going to burn down. Um, and or I think, a flood? Yeah, and, and those are things that you can't do anything about. I mean, I think the difference is that if you were to just live in a house like you do every day, it's not yeah. going to it's not going to deteriorate to the point where it's unlivable. Whereas if you drive a car like you be, like you do every day, eventually yeah. it's going to fall. It's going to fold itself in half. I think that is the difference. Yeah. And also, a, uh, also a house, unless it burned down, wouldn't necessarily kill you if you mishandled it. Or something went wrong with it, or it's haunted. Oh, oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on. Great, cool. I completely understand with the ever-present nagging irritation or fear that yeah, ever-present fear of the car going wrong. I like it as a thing of the week. So, with that all being said, let's move on to my thing of the week now. However, before we do that, as always, this is the point in the show where we plug our podcast. Thank you, everyone, for the support so far. Really appreciate it. Um, we're going strong on Instagram again. Uh, we really appreciate all your support. As we always say, word of mouth is the best way to get our podcast out there. So keep telling your friends, your family, anyone you meet in the street. Tell them to give us a listen and to go over to Instagram, at Podcaster Things. From there, you can see our beautiful faces, we put all our posts that we put up, and you can get notifications 
when our podcasts go live, we, we shout you out and tell you where to go. If you haven't got Instagram, anchor.fm forward slash podcast of things. As I said, again there, you can get our back catalogue, listen to all our previous episodes and our new ones as and when they come out. And finally, email podcastofthings20 at gmail.com. Let us know what your first car was. We'd really, really like to know. That's basically it. That's everywhere you can find us. Give us a shout out. We'd love to hear from you. With all that being said, let's get back to my thing of the week. So, I feel like I feel like I have an existential crisis every time I think of my, my thing of the week. <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 really not that bad. It's actually quite exciting. So, but this week I, I had sometimes some weeks were a bit slower than others. This week was quite good. Where I, I there was a few that I I had a, th- a thought about. Um, there's a, there's a cricket thing going on, but I've already talked about cricket. So maybe I'll leave that to a bit later in the, uh, a few more episodes time. Obviously, the Olympics is going on. So yeah, that was also that a thought. Yeah, I did. I did watch a bit of the opening ceremony. It was a bit dull, and I think as you, I kind of spoiled it here. I'm going to talk about the Olympics, but I also had some other things in mind. So my thing of the week this week is the Olympics, not just necessarily the 20 Tokyo 2020, which is its official name, even though it's happening in 2021, but just Olympics in general and the fever pitch that everyone gets about Olympics because it happens every four years. Obviously, we all know that. Um, so. Yeah, that's my thing of the week, the Olympics. Nice. What is your thought on the Olympics and what do you think about the Olympics? And I know this is the third week in a row that we've done a sporting thing, but it's the Thank summer, you. all the all the sporting stuff is going on. Why not let's just let's just let's stay relevant and talk about sporting events as and when they happen. <laughs> um if people have got issues with sports, they're gonna shit in about a month when the NFL starts again. There's gonna there's gonna be a note on the, the NFL every week. Um so just because it doesn't happen very often to me because for some reason the people I've surrounded myself in my life have never done anything Athletic. in the light <laughs> no like in the in the li- in the limelight like you know some people okay. like no like B level celebrities and stuff or like their uncle did yeah. this I've never really had that however one of my friends from college Ailey McIntyre is on the GB rowing team for Tokyo and she was in That's the open cool. cer- in the open ceremony. Um, and I just wanted to say, good luck. And she's absolute legend. Um, she's just like the nicest person in the world. So yeah, that's my little claim to fame is I technically know an Olympian, which is pretty cool. Um, that's very cool. Yeah, I, I mean, have good luck, spoken... Emily. Uh, <laughs> Ailey, but yeah, <laughs> I haven't. Oh, you... Haley, I haven't Don't tell spoken... her to listen to this podcast. No, though. I won't. She won't listen to this. She's she's at the Olympics. Um, haven't spoken <laughs> to her in nine years, but I knew her for three. Very nice girl. Um, anyway, so the Olympics. Uh, to be honest, um, kind of passed me by at the moment. I know it's just yeah. started, literally just. Um, but I will yeah. be d- downloading any app that is available. And uh, I mean, I'm on holiday now for six weeks, so probably watching a fair amount of it. Um, I tend to get super drawn into the diving. Um, okay. I don't. I, I quite like quite like the gymnastics. Everyone always goes straight to the gymnastics, but I think. For me, the problem with gymnastics is every, everyone looks unbelievable. So it kind of like levels yeah. out a little bit. With the diving, I, I, I like it because you can tell when they've made a little mistake because the splash is a little bit bigger. So it's kind of like, I don't know. I like the diving. Don't know why. Um, obviously, I like the track and field events. I like I like triple yeah. jump and long jump and things like that because it just... Yeah. I think it, there's, there's no need for... 
a, a relative comparison with that. Like with the with the with the hundred, even with the hundred meters, yes, the clock comes up on the screen, and you're like, oh, that seems very fast. But because <laughs> ev- because everyone's very fast, that's quite correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because everyone's very fast, it just looks like he's won by point three of a second, which you know is a ridiculous margin. But with the long jump and the high jump and whatever, you can instantly see. Okay, there is no fucking way I could do that because it, it, I, I know for a fact if I ran and jumped, I'd probably go about six feet, like, like you know. And then you see people leap for however many meters. The same with like the javelin, like anything like that. There is instant like confirmation that that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Um, yeah, I quite like, but that just comes down to me and instant gratification, I suppose. Um, yeah, yeah, love love the Olympics, and we have spoke about sport a lot, but I feel like. In the last eight years of my life or so, um, I've really got into sport a lot more than I ever thought I would, which is nice. So, yeah, sport sport is a is a is a massive part of my life anyway. So I'm going to we just talk about it a lot, and it happens yep. to be that it's been Wimbledon, the, the golf, and then the Olympics back to back to back to back. Um, but to, so so my question is the Olympics. So I think it peaked in 2012, obviously when the Olympics were in London, and that was kind of that everyone had super Olympic fever. I didn't get any tickets to go to see the Olympics. I went to see the Paralympics, which was a good day out, I suppose. Um, and, you know, again, equally amazing athletes, you know. And um, But I don't know. Like, I, I'm just trying to think when you're talking about, like, what your favourite Olympic sport was or what your favourite Olympic event is. I Obviously, track and field is always up, up there. But what's kind of, what would you say is your is your left field favourite Olympic like most random favourite Olympic event that you quite like watching that's a good question is curling a thing in the Olympics that's winter winter Olympics oh yeah but I don't think that's left field because I genuinely think everyone fucking loves curling don't they yeah curling's great fun I I think that's pretty unanimous um yeah I don't know actually now you've said that I might just have to have a look at like I might have to have a look at some examples um, oh, I'm really. I'll tell you what I'm really keen for though, and I'm really yeah. interested to see how they do it. Is the skateboarding? I'm really, yes, really I, intrigued fir- by that. So that's the fir- first time they're doing it this year, isn't it? Yeah. Because um, obviously they've done snowboarding for decades, um, and yeah. I think that's speed. That's you can do speed runs and whatever. But yeah. I'm interested to see how they do it because that's going to be sick. Like that's actually going to be really cool. They do they do BMX stuff, don't they? But I don't know if that's like a title. It's almost like a race, though, rather than like yeah, like a time. It's not going to be like X Games situation. Mm. It's going to be like I, I can just imagine like a mini Tony Hawk. Do you know what I mean? Like a, a, in real life, Tony Hawk Pro Skater game. Yeah, it's going to be like it's, it's going to be, be vert like. challenges, isn't it? Did you see? Uh, yeah. Speaking of that, did you see that twelve-year-old kid who pulled off a ten eighty yeah. the other day? That was yeah, it's uh, just that's crazy. The m- most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. And Tony um, Hawk was there as well. <laughs> yeah, uh, just ridiculous. I have, I have quite. I, I mean, every time I see it, I'm like, oh, maybe I should try going it. I do quite like the like the shooting event, the like the clay pigeon mm, shooting okay. event. They're quite good fun. Um, but I, I don't know. Like every year, I think every time, every time the Olympics gets on, and also it does matter. On there's always someone who's really someone really random who's from a country like, I don't know, Botswana Moldova. or something like that. Yeah. that. yeah, who does really well in a completely random event, and that's like I'm there. And it happens every Olympics. I, don't, I wonder what it's going to be. I don't. I don't know enough about Olympics to say what it's going to be this year. But I. I, I quite like getting invested in just the random sports. Um, I quite like <clears> stuff <throat> like badminton. It's quite good fun. Yeah. Um, just just stuff. Just I, I quite like watching sports that I would never ever watch 
outside of the Olympics. I would all, I, it, like if if it wasn't the Olympics and there was some track and field stuff, I'd probably I might switch it on, but I would yeah, never like switch on some. No. Yeah, I would never switch on some someone playing badminton because it just doesn't interest me unless it's the Olympics. And it also depends on you know random person from Botswana, but also how well GB Team GB are doing yeah. in a, a certain random event. And I think on your point there, actually, I think you saying that you wouldn't ever turn on like shooting during a normal time. It's the same yeah. logic, but the opposite. Whatever is, I would never watch Olympic like basketball, rugby, football, yeah, or whatever. Well, yeah. maybe I'd watch. Maybe I'd watch hockey. Oh, handball! Handball's one I really enjoy. Love handball. Yeah. I think that's really fun. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't watch sports I typically would watch in the Olympics. Um, yeah. I don't know why. Maybe because I feel like I've watched enough of them through the year that I don't need mm-hmm. to see. I don't need to see Team USA going undefeated in women's basketball again. I don't need to see it. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. They're going to win every time. Um, and also, like this year with, with the with the football, like we've just watched the Euros, kind of football fever's kind of just died finished, down a bit. Yeah. yeah. And I'm I'm a bit I, I don't really care about. And also, I think Olympic football they like they got like the second teams out and stuff like that, but. Um, so I suppose the, the final thing about talking about the Olympics, and we'd be remiss to not talk about it, is is the opening and closing ceremony. Yeah. As I said, I watched a bit of, watched a bit of the opening and closing ceremony yesterday. Um, there's no fans involved necessarily. Uh, there wasn't any fans because of COVID. No one was in this in the stadium, and it was just it, it kind of and the whole thing about the opening and closing ceremony is the cultural. The, you know, it's all kind of a, a cultural overload, uh, and all about the atmosphere, and it kind of. When I was watching yesterday, it kind of fell a bit on deaf ears. You know, Japanese culture is something that actually playing games like Ghost of Tsushima uh, and you know, look, watching stuff about samurai is it's, it's really interesting. Japanese culture is amazing and interesting, but it, it you didn't get that sense of of awe and uh, and amazingness that you usually get in an opening ceremony. And that's pure. I think that's purely because that's not taking away from what they were doing. The choreography was amazing. The the, the, the costumes were amazing, and obviously. Everything about it had the thousands of pounds, thousands of hours have been put into making this opening ceremony, but it just it just wasn't the same. And it's a, it's a it was a massive shame because you know hosting the Olympics is a massive massive deal for whichever city it is. And kind of I just felt like Tokyo has been kind of dealt a bit of a shit hand really with yeah. like COVID and stuff like that. I mean, there's a cloud over it, isn't there? Because obviously there's the COVID fear, um, which yeah. is just it's just dampened the whole situation for Tokyo. Um, yeah. And their persistence with wanting to go forward with it, which I can appreciate, but I don't know. It's kind of it's left it a bit in the back of everyone's mind, I think. And then, yeah. like you said, because there's no like there's no civilian participation and stuff. I don't know. It's just we had Wimbledon, we had the Euros, and that that worked. That ran kind of okay, smoothly-ish, especially Wimbledon. But uh, yeah, I think the Olympics have have fallen on deaf ears because I don't think people know how to feel about it. Um, yeah. And I, I you know, talking about op- opening ceremonies, the, the first one I remember properly is Beijing because um, that was fucking mad. Um, yeah, to be fair, like, it's, they've all been incredible. Like, the London one was the just... The London one was sick. Just ridiculous. Um, but, I, but also, like, we're probably a bit biased because, like, London one is just completely reminiscent. You know, it's all, like, throwbacks and stuff that we completely remember and, yeah. and kind of relate to. So maybe that's a little bit. But... I really like the I really like the Olympics and I do get Olympic fever and I do like watching the Olympics and I just have it on and you know I have I have like my odd favorite things to do and favorite things to watch. I always like watching the rowing actually going back to your rowing's not bad. Uh, yeah, I love watching. 
the rowing is good fun and also we're really good at rowing and like sailing and stuff like that i don't know anything <clears> about sailing but it's quite fun to watch when you especially when gb are winning um so yeah that's kind of it that was my thing of the week Des- nice. uh, nothing left to say on the olympics uh next week won't be a sport maybe it will be a sport <laughs> who knows it could be a recap um, but no like, in, in seriousness i'm glad you brought that up because now i'm going to like get the app and i'm going to see what's going on and because you've yeah. introduced it again to me like that's i'm going to start yeah, i'm going right. to start now yeah, I think you're totally right. It's like the Olympics. Usually, you kind of like count. There's a countdown to the Olympics, yeah. but this year it just kind of some like just start to happen, and then we were like, "What? Oh, Olympics? yeah, hang on, that's going on." Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of it. That's kind of why I want to talk about it. It's kind of a, kind of a, a forethought to what the shit that we've been going through for the last two years, basically. Um, but with all that being said, let's go into our favorite part of the show and Potty 5.0. Okay, so I've gone a bit rogue. Uh, yes, um, I did, naturally. I did did uh, preface. I did a preface. No, I I, um, I gave Ed a heads up about this. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm excited. The main, I don't know. There's two reasons I've gone rogue. Um, the main one being that it's not a cheap thing, but it is it is something I absolutely think should be on the show, um, and it is the the Carter. Um, smart car. It's called Carter the Smart Car, um, and it is a Carter the Smart Car. Yeah, it's an intuitive shopping trolley essentially um, that is rumoured to be able to alter its appearance. Carter, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yes. I get it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's Sorry, right. I'm there. I'm there. Um, it's designed to to alter itself to the, to the needs of the shopper. Um, so if you're like clothes shopping, it will like turn itself into a clothes rack and if you're food shopping and then it has sort of like a um a page either what's the what's the ones in, in the, the shops where you scan as you go scan and go yeah there you go it's got a scan and go feature um and there, there's rumors that it's going to be able to track the layout of shops and you know it can help you like follow around the shop so if you don't actually have to push it and it's just sort of like a self-stylized shopping assistant basically um so it retails for about, I think, I think it's about fifteen hundred quid. But I, you know, it's one of the budget then. Yeah, it's not, it's not definitely not budget. But I just think it's a really cool idea. Um, and again, it fits in with our theme of do you really need this? It's a bit expensive, <laughs> and it's and it's involved, um, with your smart device. Um, so that's that's my first rule break is that it's expensive. Um, okay. And before Ed starts furiously googling part of the smart car um it doesn't actually exist so oh um on thursday okay. <laughs> um, on thursday i was um running a workshop is this your own invention that you just it, made up it's better than that um i run a, okay i run a workshop at school for my year eights um yeah in which their 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 task for the day was to design a smart device um that would help in their household life so for okay. for six hours, I had a hundred twelve-year-olds designing as many potential potty nominations as possible. Um, so did you wait, wait? Wait, was this was this is this a fluke or is this actually something you did on purpose? It's a complete fluke, um, and it, okay. it, this is something that I've been planning for months and months. And it, ju- it just clicked with me that as they were doing their presentations at the end of the day, that pretty much all of the things they've come up with are potty worthy. Um, so 
I've now got a bank of about six things that are completely fictional <laughs> that have been designed by 12-year-olds in an afternoon, but are absolutely fucking nice. brilliant. Um, and I like I, it. I, this, is, this is probably the only one I'm going to do because most of them, if I'm being completely honest, were like smart wardrobes and like things like that. There's, been there. Yeah, and there was a there, there was a good theme of it. There was one called a Doomba Roomba, which was a Roomba security thing. That actually was pretty cool. Um, but <laughs> yeah, this, this cart, the smart cart, they put in so much detail into this presentation yeah. that I actually started beginning to think that it was going to be a thing. Um, <laughs> okay. There was, there was also one that was a travel app that adjusted to your preferences. So every time you went to a new city or country, it would project what you'd like to do and then give you recommendations, which I thought was a really good idea. Um, yeah. Like, genuinely... They had they had about four hours, five hours to do this, and it, they absolutely smashed it. So I thought they deserved um, a little shout out on a the shout podcast, out. yeah, because they worked their ass off. And Carter, yeah. the, Carter the smart cart was absolutely brilliant, and the design of it, like the way, it, like they they really really went into detail with it. So yeah, shout out, <laughs> shout out year eight guys. So you're on the podcast now. Well done, well done, good. And I like I like the name as well. I think it I think it has traction. Yeah. Um, excuse the pun. Maybe. <laughs> um, the only the only question, and I know this is I'm, I'm very conscious of of dissing it too much because they're year eights now. So <laughs> yeah, you know, people that are, people that are twenty years younger than me, um, or no, ten years, fifteen years younger than me, I don't know, <laughs> um, uh, and are still at school and probably much cleverer than I am. The only thing about the a, a smart car. Is that half the fun? And I, I completely appreciate all the, you know, mobility issues. But half the fun of going around a supermarket with a trolley is driving it like it's a race car. Yeah, hundred percent. And like skidding, skidding around corners and stuff. And that that's the only thing that I can think of that would be lost if you had a smart car. Yeah, it's, it, it, they they did have like. So this retail, this this whole sorry, I just go back. This whole retail price, you just completely made it up. No, they they that's what they set that as twelve fifteen hundred quid. Oh no, we I reckon we can get a smart. Let's make it budget. Let's make it like five quid. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, yeah, it fits, cool. in, it fits into the theme. In, fa- in fairness, all you'd have to do is slap a GPS to it, and you know it could yeah. probably, it could track its own shop. But I think their idea was it's something you took home, and like it folded into like a disc. And I was like, yeah, okay, you're pushing it a little bit now. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's too much. Stupid. But you could yeah, you could you could reverse engineer it and make it like an in-store thing. But it was, I think the, what was so important about the day was these kids have grown up with smartphones like since they were like five yeah but, but that's the generation they are um and it was nice to see one they didn't go too dystopian and two they did think outside the box which was nice i was expecting yeah. i was expecting a lot of alexas and shit like that but they weren't they didn't nail it down to exactly what they knew um and there wasn't anything yeah. i think car the smart cart was probably the most dystopian thing we had because it has like Wally vibes of just people floating around with carts doing the shopping for them. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to think like, like if 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 we'd been tasked with this when we were in year eight, we probably would have gone completely off the rails and been like, we have like a house that like does everything for us, yeah. for instance. Um, because we we were less, in, you know, we were less aware of the capabilities of technology or you well, know, I, I or had a Nokia 3310 was, at that point so exactly like the technology was so was so like new almost that stuff you know the practical stuff that we just think about every day that we have nowadays wasn't a thing so therefore it didn't even like cross our mind I suppose but no that's cool I like I like Carter the Smart Car and please say you gave the student who made Carter the Smart Car an A 
Oh yeah, they, they, they were they were definitely they were definitely the best the best group by far. But it was a really brilliant work. Good. Well done. Well, cast the smart cart. You heard it here first. Um, maybe we should patent it and just just scrounge off this little eight year old kid who's with the idea. Yeah, it's fine. His idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, teacher, they're, they're, teacher they're kids. They don't, they don't know anything. Exactly, exactly. Fine. So yeah, cool. Well, that that's um, that kind of wraps it up this week. Thank you very much for listening to our podcast again. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. We might even be in person to do it. Who knows? Oh, you never know, do you? Could be. Never know. Never know. Um, but yeah, the, the last thing to do is shout out Dom and his band to say thank you very much for the lovely music. Yeah, please go and follow uh, Dom Balji and his band Y Pinto. Uh, they do the intro, the outro, and everything in between. Tro. Um, you can find them on Instagram at Y Pinto Band. That's Y is in Y is the Rumbra attacking the postman. Uh, Pinto <laughs> as in thank you Carter. I did need six tins of Pinto beans, and Band as in walk-in wardrobe should probably be banned at this point. So yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, good. GG's all. Uh, we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.